0: Hey everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening. It's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the Tarot has in store. Why miss out on that?
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
0: hey everybody it is michelle t your host of ask the tarot live thank you so much for being here on this thursday evening um, oh, and the hands are already going up. I love it. Um, this is Ask the Tarot. I, I think I'm seeing most of your little faces, and I can see that a lot of you are very familiar. Um, so you know how to do it. If you want to get uh, pick, have me pick tarot cards for you, um, just raise your hand, okay? If you're listening on Spotify and you want to participate, hop over to the Spotify Live app, and you, too, will be able to raise your hand in the room, and I'll pick on as many of you as I can. Um for those of you who have questions, but you feel a little shy, feel free to find me on Instagram, okay? My handle is at Michelle Teaz, T-E-A-Z, and you can just type me your questions there, and I'll read them at a later date. So um, there's those, those are the two ways for me to pull cards for you on Ask the Tarot. And if you love this show, and you will if you don't already, um, you can go and listen to back episodes, which are so fun. And to do that, just go to Spotify, search for my podcast, Your Magic and you'll find back episodes of Ask the Tarot right there in the feed. Did I cover all of that? Is that everything? Okay, cool. Great. You guys, I just got back from the United Kingdom. It was so excellent. I loved being over there so very, very much. Um, It was so nice. I did a little book tour. I can't even believe, like, this time yesterday, I was, like, on a plane. So, you know, you land and you get right back to your life. That's what happens. That's what happens. All right. We have questions that came in. Um, I'm going to read this one. You will see it's pretty serious. I mean, all questions are serious, right? But you'll know what I mean once I start reading this one. Okay. Um, It says, boy, do I have a situation ship for the tarot today. I'll try to be brief, but it's a doozy. I recently met someone absolutely magical. This person and I clicked right away and had the most electric connection. I knew this person had a rough, shady past, and I'm not in the business of judging others. I'm a psychologist myself with an extensive background in trauma-aware care. I had Googled their name before our first date, and nothing came up, so I left it at that. But when I hadn't heard from them for almost 24 hours, I just had this gut feeling. I had seen their work badge a few days before, and it had a different last name than what they told me. Okay, I googled that name and the state they were from that day and nothing again. But now I tried it in the current state and boy, did I hit the jackpot. This person has been omitting that their shady past included committing a heinous crime at age 15 and serving 13 years in prison as a consequence. They were arrested the night before for a parole violation. I was obviously devastated to find this out. We have talked some on the phone since they became incarcerated, and they've explained more of the situation, which is so riddled with generational trauma, abuse, and systemic oppression, it's surreal. We both admit to continuing to have strong feelings for each other. So here's my sort of three-part question. Is this person genuine and trustworthy? What does it look like for me to continue a relationship with them? And what does it look like for me to cut off communications with them now or when they are released months from now? All right. Whoa, that's a big question. That's a really, really big question. Um, And you know, man, I had so many thoughts. You know, thinking about it, it is serious stuff, Britt. And um, and having conversations about it, you know, with my husband, who that this is his work. You know, he does like forensic psychology, and it's just like people change. You know what I mean? It's like someone who's fifteen years old. It's like fuck. Oh my god. Imagine like, you know, doing something with such huge consequences when you're 15 years old. But then it's also like, oh man, like, yikes. I don't know. I watch a lot of true crime. I'll say no more, you guys. I'll just say I watch a lot of true crime. So I'm also like, oh God, I kind of want to know, like, how long have they known each other? She said it's recent, you know? And it's like, it's like that weird thing where like, you know, if you meet somebody and you feel that magic right away, sometimes it's because there's magic right away and sometimes it's because someone's a freaking charming sociopath. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, but you know something, thank goodness, I don't have to know cuz this querent is not asking what I think about her life and what she should do. She's asking the tarot. So I did pick some tarot cards for her. I grabbed my Marseille my Marseille deck um which I like very I like it more and more. Um it's it's got great colors. It's redone by Alejandro Yodorovsky. So the first thing I wanted to know is you know what, what's the deal with this guy? Okay. Is, is he legit? Is he, is he playing her? Is he, is he being shady? Is this, you know, I can imagine this being a real and, and fricking tragic story that, you know, you have this horrible upbringing, you do something terrible as a, like, duh, no, you know, as a result, um, when you're young, you do your time and like, you get a consciousness about it and you, you grow into like a different life. Um, so I picked cards on saying, like, what's it? What's up with this guy? The very first card I got, right, was the Ten of Disks. I thought, wow, that's really good. That's very solid. That's like this person, you know, the Ten of Disks, it's the last card of the tarot deck. So there's something kind of solid and final about it. An adult, like it's grown up, like we've reached the end. And so I liked that. I liked that sense. And, you know, in the Rider-Waite decks, it's always like a, a family that's, like, established and sitting around, you Know, like their uh, Italian villa, let's be real, that's what it is the beautiful Italian villa. So, I was like, okay, that's good, that's really solid. And then the next is uh, Reine de Diners, which is the Queen of Discs. So, I really like that. I like that it's the another discs card, right? Um, uh, and it's kind of again saying that maybe this person is kind of grounded, the Queen is to me saying that there's, like, you know, um, you know I like to use feminine and masculine without any regard to gender, but so I'm, I'm using feminine as, you know, in touch with your emotions. Um, you know, when I hear about these heart-to-hearts that that, that, that this person's having with our querent, I'm like, okay, this is good. The final card is the Four of Cups, right? So the Four of Cups is a bit of a funny card. It's emotional. Um, I, my takeaway from the Four of Cups is that, like, there's maybe, like, you know, there, there. This person is perhaps still a little bit emotionally unstable. I don't want to say emotionally unstable. Like that sounds like a diagnosis. Like we're all emotionally. I'm emotionally unstable, you guys. But there's just something like they're still growing into their emotions. I think that's a better way to put it. But I think they really want to grow into their emotions. I think. I think they're probably a solid person. Does that mean you should be in a relationship with them, querent? Um, looking at the cards, I kind of say no. I kind of say. No, is that because of their history? Is that because they're currently incarcerated? Not necessarily. As anyone who listens to this show know, knows people you know ask all the time, should I be in this relationship? And often they get a no, and it doesn't. It's not because the person is you know in jail or you know has a has a shady past. It's just sometimes people aren't your people. The very first card that comes for you being with him is the five of swords. And I just don't like that. That looks like a lot of, that's a lot of strife. That's a lot of drama. That's a lot of mental pain. Okay. I don't like that. Then the next card is the seven of discs. So we know with the seven of discs, discs is earth. The earth wants to grow with the seven of discs. It's not growing. Something's not growing. And in that pause, there's a lot of anxiety. And that just makes me think, I don't want you to be anxious, querent. You know, maybe it's like it's the pause that this person is actually totally inaccessible to you. They're in prison and they're going to be there for a minute and you don't completely know what their life's going to be like when they get out. Like, we don't know the whole story, right? So I don't know. It seems like that's a bit of some space for some kind of like anxiety. Then the final one is a cavalier de pie. It's the knight of swords. And, you know, I mean, I feel like you know, maybe and the knight of swords is like a great talker, um, a really smart person. I don't know. Maybe you want to like move this into the friend zone or something, because, again, the person does seem like a good person. Um, it just looks like it's not really I don't know. Oh, God. Now, let me let me let me tell you what it looks like if you do maintain a relationship with them. OK it's an ace of swords. So that is actually cool. It's like a new beginning. You have the truth now, right? The truth is out ace of swords. If you think about it, the ace comes after the 10 of swords. If you think about, you know, the, the suit one through 10 constantly rolling over onto itself. So the 10 of swords is possibly figuring out, Oh my God, look at what's happening. This person that I have feelings for is suddenly in in prison and has this heinous crime in their past. Um, But now you have the ace of swords so now everything's out in the open and you can talk about it but you also have the hanged man okay so it's like oh it's going to be very uncomfortable like you're going to be you're going to be doing a lot of processing and also like you're not going to be able to see this person right they're just not around um but you're making this decision you're you're saying i'm going to i'm going to continue dating somebody who um you know is uh Oh, wait, this, this is like if you don't date them. Oh, my God, you guys, I'm jet lag. Hold on. So if you don't date them, you have this Ace of Swords, which I still think you're going to be in touch with them. Like there's all these swords cards coming up. And like I think that you are going to maintain like a friendship with them again because they're a good person. But with that Ace of Swords, I think that it's like we're going to start this in a, we're going to have like a new way of communicating now that the, now that the cat's out of the bag. Right. And then with the hanged man, I think you're going to feel a little bit bad. I think you're going to miss him. Your, your next card is the uh, Roy de Coupe. It's the King of Cups. And he is, um, you know, he's a guy who's very much in control of his emotions. And I feel like by saying, you know something, I'm going to step away from this connection, even though it feels magical. It's like you making a wise emotional decision. So that's, here's the takeaway. I'm going to really go over it again since I had such a like, I'm jet lagged brain fart in the midst of it. The guy is a good guy. He's growing into his emotions. He has a lot to process, but he's really doing his best. Doesn't mean he's a good partner for you. It looks like there's problems and some stress and maybe you just don't want that, right? You just don't want that. Um, Not being with him does look better for you, but you're, I, I, I would, I know I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if you're a little haunted by it. Um, I really am not going to be surprised if you're not, if you are haunted by it with that hanged man card. Um, I think part of you is going to be waiting for him to get out of prison to see like, if this can really work or not, but Um, please keep us posted. I think the really the most important cards here was just giving him a check out like what's his energy and his energy looks good. Okay, you guys, thanks for putting up with me. (laughs) And thanks for coming an hour early. I really appreciate it. It is my child's. um, It's like back to school night. And this is the first time I'll be able to go into one of his classrooms because in kindergarten it was COVID. I couldn't do it in first grade COVID. No one, no one was allowed in the classrooms. So I'm really excited that I get to go in his classroom tonight um, as a weird jet lagged weird lady. So it's going to be very funny to meet this, meet his teacher and be like, hi, I'm Atticus's strange jet lagged tattooed mother. Nice to meet you. Okay. Let's see who has their hands up in this place. Okay. Natasha, you are up. How can the tarot help you? Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi.
2: Um, so my question, I guess, maybe it's just more of a vibe check. I've gone through a lot um, this last couple months, a breakup. Um, I've moved into my own apartment. Um, and also, I'm just trying to grow my career. And I just kind of feel lost. Like, I don't really know. What's the next thing for me? I don't know if I'm just kind of coming down from, like I said, a pretty nasty breakup and just still trying to deal with that. And I just kind of want to know, like, what's in store for me? Like, where should I be focusing my energy? Should it just be on, like, myself? Should I focus on my career? Um, Like, where should I be directing myself in this part of my life? Okay.
0: Um, Oh, wow, 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 Natasha, this is actually quite amazing, the very first card that comes out for you is the universe, whoa, congratulations on the breakup, very, very sorry that it was uh, brutal, or I don't know what word you use, but it was definitely hard, and I'm sorry for that, but great job getting out of that, you're not meant to be in that. Um, You're meant to be exactly where you are, and I really believe that's always true for all of us, but man, when the universe card comes up in a reading, it's like the tarot wants you to know loud and clear, you are right where you're meant to be. You're in your own apartment. That's fucking cool. That is like really... It's one of the dreams of life, right? Um, the card that comes after the universe in this poll is the emperor. Should you be thinking – on? here's what you should be concentrating on, your career and your self-care. Everything that just primes you to be, like, the, like, bossest bee in, in the place, right? You just want to be focusing on stuff that um, – It's all about you and propelling you forward, right? Propelling you forward into goals that you have, into ambitions that you have. Um, Your final card here is really interesting. It's the Prince of Swords. Um, So I really can, I can hear you, um, I can hear the echo in this card of you saying that you feel lost, right? Because these are not lost cards. The universe, the emperor, not lost at all. But the Prince of Swords is overthinking things, right? Um, Try not to, like, action is better than, like like thinking a little bit for you right now like it seems like you can definitely get in your head about stuff and that's just not going to help you um it looks to me like like the next phase of your life is really just spread out right before you you don't have to look for anything it's right there you just got to jump in and like live it really hard um and i don't know like there might be something about like your thinking that needs to level up a little bit um the prince of swords because it's like you've got this great you've got a great job you've got a great place to live like you're in a great you are actually in a great space um but the prince of swords is like he he's realizing that something about his thinking is holding him back he's realizing that and it is thinking because swords is the mind right so it's either his thinking is communication so think about that a little bit like if you want to do any like um you know self you know looking inward anything that's kind of reflective um in around self-care, it's like, do you have, um, you know, stories that you tell yourself like narration narratives that are going on, um, limits, limiting beliefs, you know, um, are there, are there limiting things that other people have said to you that are still sticking in your head? You've got to clear those out so that you can really access the real gorgeousness that is right in front of you. Does that make sense?
2: No, that makes a lot of sense. I think I've just been like, you know, trying to get over the breakup and then trying to focus on, like, I just want to make sure I'm like, where I think that literally answers my question, like where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be. I'm like, you know, trying to search for more purpose in my life. And, you know, after breaking up with someone, it just kind of feels like a part of you is, you know, gone. And so I've been like, am I, is there something more I should be doing in my life or for myself to bring like fulfillment and to bring purpose? It's like,
0: um, like, um as you're saying that I picked, I picked cart I picked a card again and I picked the Emperor again. It's like I, I think that like you already know it. Like nothing's hidden. It's like right in front of you. It's like what have you it's like either like really kicking ass at your job or if your job is just like a J O B and you don't care about it that much, what do you care about? Like what have you always been about? Go for it. Really, it's a really, really good time for you to like just jump on whatever it is that you've kind of always been, you know, interested in or good at, or like, it's, it's not something that you really have to think very much about. That's what I would say.
2: That really helps a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to start my, yeah, my career in, um, aesthetics and I've just been, you know, it's just very competitive so I've been kind of feeling a little bit down about it but I think I this gives me a little bit more direction that like I just got to keep trying and just really give more of myself into it and just know that everything happens for a reason and I'm in a
0: better place now (laughs) for sure and like if, if something's competitive don't let that scare you you are competitive like you're very competitive and you should like embody that like do you have a tarot deck at home
2: It's so funny. I just left the um, crystal shop. I just got my sage because I was going to tonight. I was like, I need to pull some tarot cards. I need to like get a little bit more in tune with myself. So I just got some sage and everything,
0: and I was like, really, like I was like, tonight is the night. tonight is the night and I want you to like do a little bit of a dive into the emperor card and what the emperor is all about. And I want you to channel that energy. Like you don't need to feel intimidated. You don't feel, you don't need to feel like, you know, other people have an edge on you. Like you have an edge on other people. So you just want to be like totally embodying that and like letting that take you out into the world, that attitude.
2: I love it. I love it
0: so much. Thank you so much, Michelle. Okay. Okay, You're welcome, Natasha. Bye. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know, I hate being so dog eat dog about it being like, you got the edge on them. You know, I like wish life wasn't competitive, but it just is sometimes, right? Sometimes life is really competitive and it doesn't serve us by pretending that it's not just because we don't like it or wish that it was different, right? (laughs) I know the echo, Rachel, the echo of my voice. No one hates it more than me, I promise. (laughs) Okay, here's another little a little story that came in needing some help. My close friend who is also a Taurus recently told me she loves me. I was shocked because I've always had strong feelings for her too. I'm so grateful the love is mutual, but she also told me she needs healing and that I shouldn't wait for her. I would love to be with her long term, but I also don't want to get hurt waiting for her to not waiting for her for her to not want a romantic relationship in the end what does it look like if I do my own thing and wait for her? Or what does it look like if I keep my heart open for other people? All right. All right. Um, gosh, you know, the first thing that I thought when I read this is like, you've got to listen to people when they tell you things. I feel like, are we all ruined from like movies? Cause in movies, like there's always like I don't know, you know, like romantic dramas, they're like, no, I will be, I want to be alone. And then like you pursue, like someone pursues and they're like, no, you're right. I always wanted to be with you. Like, it's all like convoluted and bullshit in movies. But in real life, I think that when someone's like, "Uh, you shouldn't wait for me. I mean, I think you really, you really shouldn't wait for them, but that's just my opinion It's not the opinion of the movies, who, yes, Rachel, have lied to us all. Um, Let's see what the tarot had to say about it. So, you know, it's a little bit like it's a little bit of a mixed bag, which makes sense because, you know, there's you're getting in a a way you're getting mixed messages. It's not mixed, really. I mean, it's totally understandable that someone can love someone but also not be in a place to be in a relationship. But I can see how it can also scramble the vibes a little bit, you know, because she is probably also thinking, "Oh God, you know, should I be with this person? I don't know." But so here's what it looks like for you um, to wait around for the Taurus who told you not to wait for her. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first, the first card here, and I'm using this the um, the secret. This uh, no. Wait. What is this called? What is the name of this deck? Oh, Spirit Speak. It's the Spirit Speak deck. I love it. It's really weird and kind of heavy metal. Um, I'll put pictures in my Instagram after the show. So you know, the the eight of the eight of discs. I'm sorry, the eight of wands. Um, you know, especially in this, it's like this really interesting weird boat that's kind of on fire, but like with on fire with purpose. Right. And just like zooming out into the water. So it's sort of like you, it's like you deciding to wait for her. It's like, you, you're kind of into it. Right. It feels kind of passionate. You're just sort of like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to hold out. I'm like my heart is pure. and My love, my love is pure. I'm going to do it. And then the next card you get is the hermit. So yeah, you're doing it. I mean, I think you have the capacity to wait for this person. Um, you know, the hermit is happy being alone. It's again, it's that like it's that purity of of intention, right? A pure intention. That's what the that's what uh, Virgo is about. Not about virginity, gross. Um, you know, but about pure intention um, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a pure essence. And and I love this hermit card because there's all these snails on it, and I just love a snail. But listen, Quarant, the final one here is the five of discs, and it just shows a person in a long cloak crying in what looks like Joshua Tree. I don't know, but like, but it's all done with like a sharpie. So it looks like,, uh, you know, that's it looks like you're not going to get it at the end. That's what I feel looking at this, right? I feel like you go into it so with such a huge heart and such a beautiful intention, and you do it. And then you kind of end up at the end. You're like, "Ugh, like I just think it's going to go on for too long." And you're going to end up feeling like, "What? What am I waiting for here?" Now, however, if you um, go about your business right and put yourself out there, the very first card you got for that is the hair, the Hierophant, hair which is so great, right? Because it's all about like being really smart, being really wise, like being. It's it's a very like leadership card. Um, It's very like, you know, I know that it's classically like the Pope and it had all these other connotations, but I feel like, especially, you know, in more recent reinterpretations of the Hierophant, it's all about our inner knowledge and taking care of ourselves. I got to tell you, the Hierophant in this deck is so funny. It's like a saguaro cactus that has a halo and there's like, there's like hands coming out of it that are throwing like devil horns and have like a pentacle on, on the palm. I don't know. It's great. It's craziness, but I really love it. So that looks good. Um, it also looks hard, though. It looks like this information, querent has really shook you. I feel like it's changed you a little bit. It's like throwing you through a bit of a loop. The next card is the Seven of Wands. The Seven of Wands is, is a bit of a struggle. It's a it's a good struggle, but it's still a struggle. It's illustrated in this deck as like a little house that's trying to be built, but there's like rain falling all over it, and you're, you're like, is the rain going to put out the torch? I don't know. So it looks like doing your own thing and trying to kind of pull yourself away from this this vision that you have of togetherness with the Taurus is going to be ha- hard for you. And then at the end of it all, five of cups, real sad. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that you end up with a five either way. I don't like that you end up with a five either way. The message to me is that you can't not wait for her. You know, that this is a silly question in a sense that even if you're like, okay, hey, I'm just doing my thing now. You're not just doing your thing. You got one eye open and it's kind of cocked over at the Taurus. You know, you got like one foot in the dating pool, but the other foot is trying to play footsie with the Taurus. Um, it just looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for you that this is really shaken up um, your 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 sense of yourself romantically. It has really shaken you up. Um, so. I still think that you should um, try to just go about and do your own thing because I do think that the Hierophant is better for you in this situation than the Hermit card. I really do. Go out there. Do your best to kind of, like, distract yourself from this person. You might end up feeling sad about it eventually anyway, but I'd rather you, like, be strong and like, in your own life and in your own space and have to feel some grief. You know, that's just life. I'd rather you have that than, like, waiting for this person, right? And putting all this time into this person and then feeling like dissed. I don't like that. Okay. That's what I say. That's what the tarot says. That's what we say together. All right. Let me see who's got their hand up. Oh, we got new people in the room tonight. It makes me so happy. Welcome, Kim. Welcome everyone who's new. We do this every Thursday night. It's usually at six o'clock Pacific, nine Eastern. I'm doing it a little early tonight because it's back to school night at my uh, second graders school. So thanks for accommodating that, everyone. Um, And if you like what you hear, you can listen to back episodes. It's really fun. Go over. I, I host a podcast called Your Magic. You can find our feed on Spotify. And in that feed, you will also find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. So go check that out. And, you know, if you want to be part of this, you know, I was going to say good time, but sometimes it's not a good time. Sometimes it's a it's a real time, you guys. If you want to be part of this epic, intense, and real time that is getting a live tarot reading, um, put your hand up, and I will try to call on you. I see, Kim, that you can't come on the mic, but you have a question. What you can do is you can find me, and everyone can do this. Find me on Instagram at Michelle Teaz, T-E-A-Z. Send me your question, and I will try to get to it as soon as I can. Let's see who's in the room right now.
3: Mara, you are up. Hello. Hello, uh, how hey. can I help, help you? Uh, yeah, I'm so glad. Uh, I wasn't even thinking of, <laughs> that you were going to pick me today. Um, you never know. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. I'm all like working from home and stuff like that. And it's slow. So I was like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. so I guess I'm just kind of at a crossroads right now because I'm currently living in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I did get out of okay. a very messy breakup. Um, and you, you had read my cards, I think, a few months back. Um, okay.
4: Yeah, you the very one
3: yeah. <laughs> And it was with a guy that was an alcoholic. Um, mm-hmm. Turned out that, the, you know, basically my hunch was right, that he was kind of uh, cheating on me. And it was with the same person oh, I thought it was. Exactly. And it came to me in a dream like the week before like two weeks ago and then I found out last week that he started dating her basically like a month after we stopped like being together and my stuff was still at his place
0: (laughs) I call that bitch's intuition like when you just know you just know when someone was yours you just know when when their like energy has gone off somewhere you always know I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. How can um, the tarot help? What,
3: what would you like to ask? Um, so right now, I've been feeling a little stagnant. You know, I'm trying to make the most of, like, me living in San Francisco because I've only been here a year. Um, okay. But I'm getting, like, a lot of pushes to move to L.A. Because that's where I have, like, a very strong support system with my friends. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. I don't know if that's the right move to do in the next, I want to say by February. I want to move. By February.
0: All right. So next, you know, a little less than six months. Let's see. What does it look like if between now and February, you pack it up and move to LA where you have a support system waiting for you versus is there some reason that you should stick around in the Bay Area for a little bit longer? What does it look like if you stick around? Yeah. Doesn't mean you guys live there forever, but... Just, you know, try to be there for a minute. Okay, so coming to L.A., it looks good. Oh, my God, but staying in San Francisco looks better. Do you know why that might be? Um, Is there something that you're working towards in San Francisco? Is there a work thing?
3: Uh, I work from home, so no, but um, I actually had a psychic uh, last year, uh, Cause I had been dreaming about San Francisco since 2019 and just like uh-huh. dreams after dreams and like some really crazy shit, you know? <laughs> and I came here. I really like how like the dreams are like doing you,
0: doing like really good by you, Mara. That's like oh, really yeah. amazing. Let me I'm tell hard- you the cards I got here. So for moving to LA, it's like two big Aries cards, one after the other. You have the Two of Wands, Dominion, Mars, in Aries. And then right after that, you have the Emperor. So you're like, okay, that's good. That's a lot of energy. But then the last card is the Seven of Swords, which is called Futility. And it's about like, I don't know, it's like overreaching. It's like an overreach. Like you think that, you, like something looks really good on paper, but then you find that it's actually, it's, it's, it's not giving you what you thought it was going to give you. So... I 'm actually feeling a little nervous about all the Aries energy because while it's very strong it can also be super impulsive and I'm like whoa that's like a big like a giant wave of Aries energy that ends up leaving you feeling mentally like you hadn't thought things through quite quite as well as you should have or could have now for staying in San Francisco and, and just for the record as somebody who like moved from San Francisco to LA personally I just want to tell you to come to LA <laughs> but the is really saying something else you know the very first card you got for san francisco is the four of discs and the (laughs) top deck that i'm reading with it's called power it's sun and capricorn it is very grounded it's very strong um and i don't know like especially maybe on the heels of a very recent breakup that then after the breakup you got whacked with this other it's like a breakup within a breakup right like a like a betrayal within a betrayal I, i just yeah it seems like You, let me just say real quick, the two cards that come after this power card are the sun and the Hierophant. So I feel like it's, it's almost like you don't want to be run out of town. You know what I mean? Like you, you, there's something there for you. There's still some joy and some wisdom for you to get out of remaining where you are. That's the, that's the message I'm getting from these cards is that it's important for you to sort of stand, 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 I don't know, there's there's something about, I hate saying stand your ground because it just makes me think of like stand your ground laws. It's like that phrase has been totally ruined by fucking racists. But, you know, it, it's like there's something about the four of discs where um, like your, your, your spine is straight and you can take it. And, like, you are just really in your power. And then right after that comes the sun, which is so joyful and playful. I mean, you know, Capricorn is not the most playful of signs, and Capricorn is the power card. But then you have this super fun Leo card, and then you have the Hierophant, which, in a sense, is a blending of the two. Because, you know, as an Earth sign... As a Taurus card, the Hierophant has a lot in common with um, Sun and Capricorn. It's really hardworking. It's really smart and strong. But it's also Taurus, and it's ruled by Libra, and it loves pleasure. So I don't know. I think there's something waiting for you in San Francisco. Uh, you don't need to live there forever. But what the tarot is saying is that you might want to be there for the next few months.
3: Yeah, my I, uh, a psychic told me also that to move to San Francisco and I did it. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm also like a sensitive medium. So I have been feeling, but I don't know. There's something in LA. I don't know if it's just the comfort of me knowing that my, you know, my support system is there. That's
0: so important, but I don't know. I would say since that's what keeps coming up, um, you know, as far as the big, the big attraction of LA, I'm wondering if there's something about like, it's not, it's it's not going to be enough for you in some in some way, or or it's not going to play out how you think. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's not lot, but there's something about your yeah. about running to LA where it's just it just feels a little bit too
3: like it's like it's a running away
0: situation.
3: Yeah, my Mars is in Aries, oh, well, by the on. way. Are am so like, on like the next thing? Yeah, I'm very impulsive, so I'm kind of like it kind of makes sense. Um, All right. Well, keep us posted. <laughs> So I think that sun and that hair fan cards are coming for you, so so not so not within the six months I should move. Not right? within the six months no. Okay. I not probably just you. need to move out of the place that I'm in then.
0: So. Um yeah, maybe. you got the hangman for that, so you know, see, see what's out there. You might have to suffer through it because I know the rents aren't very good in that in that city. Yeah, <laughs> no, <it's
3: not>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Okay. Right. Well, thank, thank you so you much. That well, helps me well, a lot. Well,
0: good luck. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. bye. Oh, my gosh. All right. You guys, the queen died. I'm not a royalist. I can't believe this fucking family lives off of the taxpayers of England's money. Like, I, it, that is so outrageous. It's, like, enraging, right? Um, but my mom, <laughs> we have, like, you know, British heritage or whatever. You know, we're white people. Um, and I live with my mom. She's so sad that the queen is dead. I can't even tell you. And I just came home from England last night and gave her a mug with the queen on it. And then she woke up and now the queen's dead. So that's that's the scene report from my house. Okay. Jamie says, don't get me started on the monarchy. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I liked Princess Di like like anyone, you know, foreshadowing with the cup, I know, right? Okay. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought I'd bring a little bit of the moment in. Okay. All right, here is something that came into my Instagram. I'm living with my mom and boyfriend and have been since March. Before then, we were living with his mom. In both situations, it was to help aid them after someone close to them passed and their home situation being kind of uprooted. Although I've been going absolutely crazy. I feel like I've been ignoring what I need for a long time and I'm considering finding a way to be in my own place. The options would be to stay in this house with my mom and my boyfriend, move with my boyfriend to our own place, or to find a place for myself. I'm curious what the cards may say. Well, I'm curious as well. So, um, you guys, I got a couple of new tarot decks. I'm so into them. Um, I'll put pictures on my Instagram after the show. But this is a deck that's called the Philosopher's Deck. And, you know, I'm kind of intrigued by philosophy. I don't know very much about it, but I like, I like thoughts. I like thinking. I like thinkers. I like everything that, you know, philosophy is all made of. So um, this is it's the Rider weight deck, but they did this like wild philosophical sort of, um, I don't know, overlay on it. And it's really cool. It's really cool. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, philosophical terms I don't understand in them, but it's it's inspiring me to learn more about it. And in the meantime, it still works, you know, as your basic rider weight deck, so you can still read cards with it just fine, even if you don't know what, say, um, acid communism is, which I don't know yet. Sounds like something I'd like. Okay, so the first cards I picked, I picked three cards. What does it look like for you to just keep staying in this house with your mom and your boyfriend silently going absolutely crazy? I don't like that part. Um, it actually looks like there is a way that you could – you could actually do it. Um, there really is. So the very first card you got is the Ace of Wands, okay? Um, and then it's followed by the Six of Cups, which is very beautiful, and then it's and then it's followed by the empress. So wow, this is like the story that this is telling me is that like, there's very possibly a very sweet reason for you to be there. It's very loving, it's very nurturing. It's all about your mom, right? It's all about your mom. And, you know, do you now get to nurture your mom? I'm hoping you guys have a good relationship, have a good history, because this looks very sweet. You know, if you don't, it looks like there's a way in which you can... uh, accentuate the positive um that you know the the fact that this this three card pull begins with the ace of wands to me says there's a way that you can reinvigorate reinvigorate yourself around this you know you can kind of um have an attitude adjustment about it and really appreciate the time that you're spending with her i'm seeing the six of cups um, you know, especially in the Rider-Waite, the Six of Cups does kind of flash back a little bit on childhood um, and the kind of family relations. And then the Empress, of course, is the mom. So, wow. it's. I mean, this is like, I wasn't expecting it because I'm like, oh my God, you're going crazy living with your mom and your boyfriend? Get the hell out of there. That's That's the Michelle advice. But it is saying that there's a way that you can kind of change your vibe around it and really feel good about it and get a lot more out of it. Get something out of it that maybe you're not getting right now. But hold on, we got more options than just that, right? The second option, okay, living with your boyfriend, it doesn't look great. I don't understand why it wouldn't look better. Um, The very first one is the four of swords. So, okay, peaceful, right? Definitely Just you and him in like some chill space away from moms, right? Away from the moms. But then right after that is the five of swords. So it is, there is a sense of peace and balance. There is a sense of like, okay, you know, we're finally out of that. We're away from the moms. But then when it's just the two of you... What what's going on? Have you guys lived together before just as a couple? Um, is this going to be a whole new process of getting to know one another? There might be some bumps. Um, the final card is the King of Wands. So I do think that you'll be able to get past it, whatever it is. But it looks like, you know, it's a, a bit of a mixed bag to get to get a place just you and your man. However, if you want to get a little party place just of your own to go crazy in in a good way. I think it looks awesome. The very first card that came up is the world, and I just went off about the universe, right? So, in the there is no universe card in the Rider Wait deck, right? It's the world. Um, so you basically got the best card in the deck, hands down, for uh, for getting your own place, and I think you've earned it. Like it makes sense that you want to be on your own for a minute. Um, and you might have to fight for it though. Okay. Oh, can I just tell you guys though, before I move on to the next card in the philosopher's deck, the world is Simone de Beauvoir, who I love. She's this like French feminist. Oh, she's so great. Okay. Moving on. Um, listen, your boyfriend's probably going to be like, what? Why wouldn't we live together, you know? And maybe the moms are going to be saying that, too. Like, what? What? Are you running away? Because the next card here is the Seven of Wands. And, you know, that's the dude who's up on the mountain, and people are fighting with him. There's a lot of sticks. And he's going to win, and you're going to win. It's your life. You want to live alone? it looks great. It looks like a great choice for you. Go and do it. Um, but it does look like you're going to get a bit of a hassle about it. I'm sorry to say you can overcome that hassle though. Your final card, King of Pentacles. I love it. You are the King of your castle. Pentacles rules the home. The King is in charge. I just, I think it's a, it's very clear. I think that for whatever reason right now, it's not awesome to just be you and your dude. Um, I think, I would, I would say, if you can't, just go get your own place. That looks like the best. Then see if you can't um, find some sweetness in your current situation. Okay. All right. Putting those cards away. What's happening in the chat? Um, oh, my God, Ani took a philosophy class in college and it almost killed their brain, but they still think it's interesting too. It's very interesting. Oh, my God. I'm now hearing also from Jamie that there's a Garbage Pail Kids tarot deck. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't know that. And is it a full, is it like all of it? Is it the Major and the Minor Arcana? I have like, it's a pet peeve when people make an incredible tarot deck, but it's just the Major Arcana. Like, I understand it's a lot. It's a lot to do 78 cards, but if I love a deck... It just breaks my heart because I want all of them, right? Okay, Garbage pill, tarot. Garbage pill Kids Tarot. I'm going to be looking for it. Princess Diana is iconic. And, Ani, I do see that there are some folks who are excited to go celebrate the passing of the queen in an Irish pub tonight. I see that. I see that. I'm Irish. I'm Irish and English. So, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all the feelings. Okay, let's see. Who's got their hand up? Maya. Let's see what's going on. Hello, Maya. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you?
4: I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I don't really have a specific question, but I am looking for a vibe check. I kind of don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, And, you know, I have a job, not a career. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure Mm -hmm. of my sense of place. And, you know, I'm getting a little older and uh-huh. you know, haven't been in love. So just
0: seeing what's happening. Hmm. I think we need to be a more focused Maya. I think we okay. want to get to really like make the most of the tarot and, and really bring some, something helpful out of it for you. So I hear you that you have like a J-O-B, but not a career. Are, what kind of things do you like, what do you like to do with your time? Are, is there any ever anything you imagined yourself doing or fantasized about or is there something
4: you just enjoy on your downtime? Downtime, it's pretty, wow, it makes me sound kind of boring, but it's pretty mellow, you know? I walk my dog. I like to be outside. Um, and I guess if I was going to focus that more towards work career, I've always had, like, a fantasy about uh, hospitality and, um having my own business in in that realm.
0: Having your own business in the hospitality realm. So what would you like to do? Would you like to have a bed and breakfast? Would you like to have a... a, a you know, bed and bed breakfast. Bed yes. and breakfast. Okay, I love this. All right, so let's see. What would it look like if you started taking baby steps? I don't know how a person starts a bed and breakfast, but what would happen if you started... You might not know that either, but what what if you started taking you know, one step at a time in that direction. What does that look like for you? Oh, my God. I think that this is what you're supposed to do. Um, it's, it's, I really do. Um, I don't think that it is going to be, like, a straight smooth shot, you know? But, you know, why would it be? Why, nothing nothing is. Um, mm-hmm. The very first card that came out for, like, what if you start, like, taking this desire that you have seriously and moving towards it, um, it's the Three of Wands. And that's, it's called Virtue. It's a beautiful card. I think that it's a miniature. It's the Minor Arcana version of the Universe card to me. Because, you know, in this deck, the Wands is our, is our will. It's our passion. It's our life force. And with the three, it means you've put your life force in exactly the right direction. You're putting your energy right where it's supposed to be, like you're on the track. So I love that. Okay. Um, your next card that you get is the Five of Swords that sucks. It's called defeat. That's, you know, a painful, that's like, you know, I'm seeing this as you get revved up, you get inspired. You're like, I'm going to do it. You feel proud of yourself. Um, you take whatever steps there are to to take. And then something happens that leaves you very feeling defeated. Right. You're like, Oh, I need to go to school for that. Oh, that costs a million dollars. Oh, like somebody was just shitty to me. You know, whatever it is, it's something that is going to hit you. But like, I, the card that you have after that is another three. It's the three of cups abundance. It's a beautiful emotional card. And it's like, you know, this is your one human life. Like if you think that you would be happy doing this, you've got to pursue it. You know, you've got to go after it so that you can live in optimal happiness and take advantage of this one human life that you have. Um, mm-hmm. I really, what, what I'm seeing with all of this is that like, you know, almost it's almost reading to me like whatever that defeat is it's almost like punking you you know it's almost like the universe punking you being like oh yeah do you you really want it you know what I mean and like I don't like that you know I don't like that kind of like Mm, narrative that like you have to like I don't know half kill yourself with work to get what you want and stuff like that but um but I do think at the very least you can't let whatever pops up and that feels disappointing, you can't let it stop you. And I wanted a double check. Like I wanted a second opinion from the tarot on that feeling. So I cut the deck to see what card is there for you to like keep pushing past whatever that Mm -hmm. defeat is. And it's the chariot. So, whoa, I mean, the chariot is all about like fighting for what you want, being determined, you know, like not, not letting things bump you off your course. There's always something that can bump you off your course, but just like, facing it down and like facing down your desire and taking the risk, you know, and it's such a big deal. And we do things like this. We risk failing. We risk, you know, we risk a lot. Um, but like, that's what we're here to do. I really think so. I really think we're here to risk our hearts. And I think that you need to get into hospitality industry. What are you doing right now for work?
4: Um, well, I was a line cook for the past like five Uh or six years, and now I have moved into still food oh, cool. um but like food styling assisting mm-hmm. basically
0: okay what sign are no. you i'm a sagittarius oh you've got to go for this you've got to go for this do you have do you have somewhere in your in your chart you know
4: not that i know of
0: all right i'm gonna look at love for you right now um oh my god love is not looking good for you right now um but listen yeah. i mean i don't want to be victim blaming here um i don't I think that there is some, there's a lot, there's uh, fear. Is, does that make sense? Does that resonate? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it might be blocking yeah. yourself a little bit, you know, and I think that when we block ourselves in this way, we're not setting out to do that. We're setting out to protect ourselves. We're setting out to take some space where we don't even know that that's necessarily what's happening. But um, the three cards that just came up, the first is the eight of swords interference. And so I don't know, like, my basic read on this card is like just negative self-talk, negative thinking, you know, it's like, it's like um, overthinking it Mm -hmm. a little bit. It's like, you can, or like letting yourself get carried away in a fantasy and then like beating yourself up for having a fantasy. It's very mental, right? Um, The next card is the seven Mm -hmm. of discs. And that's about Mm -hmm. like, well, no, nothing's happening. So probably nothing's ever going to happen. It's very pessimistic. It's like, there's a pause. And in that pause, wary grows. And then, you know, to just double down on that, the very next card is the wary card. So, you know, I cut the deck and I'm like, what's the way out Mm -hmm. of this? What's the way out of this heaviness for you? And I got the wheel of fortune. And it's almost like, you know, it's almost a philosophy of the tarot that, um, everything has changed. And that wheel of fortune is always turning. Right. And sometimes we're in the funk and sometimes we're on top and sometimes we're scrambling up or down. Um, so it's almost like your wheel is stuck, you know, your wheel is stuck and you need to unstick it. So, um, I would, you know, it's, it sounds like it, it sounds like the fear thing did register, you know, resonate with you a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. if you want to do, Heart chakra meditations around opening Mm -hmm. up your heart chakra, like using red and pink stones is really good for that. And green, if there's any, if you get a green stone, um, and you know, you can, you can Google stuff like that. Just like, you know, how to open my heart chakra, how to, how to play around with that. Um, and then just really thinking about it, journaling, what are you afraid of? What's happened in the past? What are, what are the negative stories that you tell yourself? What are you afraid of? Um, but I think, I think you can shake this off. I think you can get this, you know, wheel rolling again, but you just have to realize, I think that it's, you need to take action. It's not just going to like unroll itself. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. I like, yeah, I like this for you. I mean, Amazing. I wish that your, your love path was easier, but I feel like it's something, it's just sort of like, we all have moments like this, right? Cause love is, can be, most of us have kind of, you know, checkered histories with love. It's really easy to get your heart broken and it can be really hard to come back from that. So
4: yeah, everything requires does. a little work. It does,
0: so. but I, I hope that you have a little bit more clarity about what your next moves should be. Yes, Here's thank you welcome. so much. Good luck. Thank you. Gosh, what a dream to have a bed and breakfast. I love that idea. I really, really do. Um, okay, here is another sign Uh, another question oh my god i love this question so much this is this amazing gemini question okay listen i'm a gemini sun leo moon capricorn rising um my question is related to animal guides or messages that the universe is trying to tell me based on the animals appearing in your life i've had multiple significant interactions with animals over the past two weeks So much so that I noticed them popping up and just can't help but wonder, is this a coincidence or a sign? Just to give you the layout, I've interacted with multiple monarch butterflies, a barred owl, two deer, a cow, it got stuck in the median of the highway, (laughs) that's wild, a hawk, and a common loon. What is this council getting together for? I really resonate with what you say about Gemini's. We are huge satellite dishes, but now I don't know what the universe is trying to say, or at least I want to say talk one at a time, please. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so funny. So I grabbed my other new deck that I got and it's called, um, it's called the queer tarot and it's just, it's just what it says. It's a queer tarot. It's got incredible colors. The colors are probably my favorite color palette. Um, it's based on the Rider weight, and it's real easy to read, and it's real freaking queer. So if you're looking for a deck like that, um, it's it's really awesome. So, okay, I picked some cards. What is the animal realm trying to tell you? So the very first thing that came up is the hermit, okay? And I really liked this. I liked this as a message from the animal kingdom because we are animals, but we forget that we are animals, right? I almost feel like the animals are trying to remind you that you are also an animal um, and that you are here on earth with the other animals. The hermit is all about, you know, going off into a cave, climbing up to a mountaintop and being alone. I really think it's giving a message here, this hermit card about being alone in nature. You know, and it sounds like maybe you're doing that. I mean, I don't know where else you're meeting all these animals. I mean, I haven't, I have not met any animals except the squirrel that lives in my palm tree and my cat and my dog. So you're definitely doing something. Um, so I, I think that that's really, that's what I'm getting from the hermit card. The next card that came up is the 10 of discs, which is more about community, right? Um, and it's really, I love the illustration in this queer tarot. Um, there's three people in it there's two people who are talking to each other and then there's a person off to the side who is sort of meditating and I like that it's like people together but doing their own thing right but again it's earth right the 10 of discs the earth card and again I think the message from the animals is something about joining them you know and maybe do you even want to take some friends I mean I, I like that the hermit is like go there alone right And then with the ten of discs, it's kind of about community. So then I feel like it's also like, and also bring your friends with you, you know, bring some friends with you into nature um, and maybe meditate together alone or do something like that. It's like, I feel like the animals are asking you to bring other humans to them or something, you know, but then listen, your final one here is the devil. And it's because nature is evil. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's really making me think about how the devil, you know, um, one read on the devil is that, you know, the devil is the nature principle. It's wild nature. The devil is the great God Pan, who is, you know, a goat you know, who's like out there doing animal things. And again, you know, uh, one of the reads on the devil card is about like giving into your animal nature, your animal desires. So yeah, something to do with instinct, beta is suggesting. And I, I love that idea. I think it's really, really true. But the animals want you to be among them, you know, and remember that you are of them and bring them some friends. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I love that. Um, okay. I got time for one more and then I got to go to this like school thing right? Oh my God. Jen, it's, I'm picking on Jen here. Hold on. What's going on? Okay. Hi, Jen. Hey. Hi. Hi. You guys, I know Jen's one of my tarot clients and we have the same exact birthday. Yes, we do. Special to each other. I love this. It's nice to see you
1: here. How can I help you? I know. I'm so happy to be here. I just wanted to get a, a vibe, as you would say, about this new job that I have coming up that is a short contract. It's like, I think they want to try me out and they're not sure about me. So I would like to ask the tarot if if the job itself, the short contract, is what's the vibe on that? And then also, is it going to turn into more of a job? Because they're giving me kind of indications that it could turn into a longer full-time ongoing thing. And I wonder if if that's a good, what the outlook on that is as
0: well. Okay, cool. Let me see what that is going to look like for you. All right. So for the short term, oh, it looks good for you. It might take you a minute to like figure out like what's the vibe here. Um, And I say that because the very first card is the Queen of Cups. And she doesn't quite have her footing, you know. But then right away, 10 of Discs and the Empress and we've seen a lot of 10 of disks tonight and they've mostly been in um rider weight tarot decks which is very about you know community and family but i just picked this for you from the top deck and it's the wealth card right and it's about like real good yes. for a job it's really really good the Ten of disc is great for a job and then the empress is like oh she's sort of like the queen of cups but she gets her footing right she like she's like oh i get to be myself here and, and everyone's nice and you know i'm appreciated and i feel good with what i'm doing it's really i like that um you know something i think that they are going to offer you the long the longer term one but i think i think you're going to be sweating it for a minute because the first card that came up for it is the Seven of Disks. That card's come up a lot tonight also. And so the whole thing with the Seven of Disks is like it feels like nothing's happening. And so anxiety can come through. Um, So just be aware of that. The next card after that is the Prince of Disks. And the Prince of Disks just puts his head down and keeps working, right? So just do that, you know? And, And also, the final card is the Lovers. So I think that it's really, you know... Try to frame it not so much like, oh, do they want me? Do they want me? But try to frame it like, do I want to stay at this job? You
3: know? Yeah,
1: that's really interesting. So, ugh, it's going to come down to me, and it's going to feel like a choice that I have to make. I think it might. Yeah,
0: I think think it might. I think that there's something here that I think this job is good for you. Is there something where it's like you wish it was a little more creative?
1: There's definitely an element of that for sure. Okay because they hired me just for a very specific thing that is which I feel like has happened to me before it's like not in my wheelhouse Mm -hmm. it's it's like the thing I don't really want to do but they're like oh you know how to do that we're gonna have you do that and I'm like but that's not what I want to do and I feel like oh my god keep getting roped into that situation which I know is my choice like I could say no but I'm like, oh, they, they want me for something, so I'll do this other thing and hope that it turns into what I want, which uh, is not a great way to start a relationship of any
0: kind, right? Well, you know, yeah, but it is isn't. it isn't. I mean, I think it's not good if if that whole conversation only happens in your own head, but I think if they offer you the job eventually and you're like, I love you guys. This is a great company. I'm really, you know, my, my dream is to actually do x and y and you have me doing j and k like is there you know if i stay on what does it look like you know eventually getting me over there and like actually see what they say because then you can make a decision where you're like okay if i have to keep doing something that's like not my favorite for another three months but then after six months i get to do this other cool thing maybe that's you know a compromise you feel cool with
1: yeah, yeah. That's all true. And I think after working on this contract, then I would feel comfortable saying, talking about what it would actually be yeah. going forward. I so think that
0: you will good. too. Um, so yeah, yeah, for sure. But it looks like you can probably have it if you want it, but you just, there's something where it's almost like a little doll.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that Prince of Discs is like, architecture and structure oh, and design and things now like that, that and that's right? Working and, and, and that's what, yeah, and that's what I'll be working on. So I'm like,
0: okay. Okay, maybe, then maybe he's yeah. like your little patron saint then.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like, yeah, I, he comes up a lot when I'm asking about work stuff. So I'm like, okay.
0: But yeah. Oh, thank you so much,
1: Michelle. That you're was so, so good. I, I'm so excited to be on your live and I hope you're, um,
0: you're back to school night. With Addy goes, well. Wow. Thank you. He doesn't even come. He doesn't go. Me and my uh-huh. husband are going. Me and TJ are going. We get to, like, sit at his desk in his classroom and snoop around at all his stuff. I'm very excited.
1: That's super cute. I want to post a photo of <laughs> that. Okay. <so. laughs> Thank you, Jen.
0: Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You guys, that's the show. It's 6.02. I got to go. I got to go to school. Um, I will put pictures of these cool new tarot decks and... Also, my cool old tarot decks up on my um, Instagram. And I'll be back this coming Thursday. Well, next week, you know, you know, you know how time moves. Next Thursday at the normal time, six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern. Thanks, everybody, so much for being here and for coming to the earlier hour. I adore all of you. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store, and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.